Welcome to the Beat the Bullshit Podcast with your hosts, Liam Holder and Alex Broadbent. Their mission is to guide you through the confusing world of health and fitness as they help you to make the most of your body, mind, and nutrition. So get ready to listen to them and their amazing guests as they help you to beat the bullshit. Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the Beating the Bullshit podcast with myself, Liam Holder and Mr. Alex Broadbent. Hi guys. So I think we're both very excited to start this uh, brand new podcast, a little bit different from one because I think we're, throughout lockdown we've kind of realised and seen a lot of the stuff and uh, the myths and the, well basically the bullshit that's kind of come out during our lockdown and uh, we're both sick of it to be honest so we kind of thought it was a very apt name for for what we want to talk about where we just want to help all of you guys learn more about your exercise your body your nutrition your mind um, and and squash some of these myths and give you the the straightest way possible to reach your health and fitness goals um, I'm pretty excited how are you yeah man it's going to be interesting a bit different to what we've done before so uh, we spend a lot of our time moaning about the uh, sound don't we so it'll be interesting what comes out today yeah, I think we uh, we finally said, you know what, we should put the sound on and start squashing some of these myths and actually just get out there and bring some, we've got already got some valuable guests uh, lined up. We've got our business mentor uh, that we've been speaking to. He said he's keen to come on, Ollie Carson, who he's absolutely fantastic, probably one of the UK's leading transformation coaches. Um, and then we've got uh, two Paralympic world champion uh, athletes, cyclists coming on. Uh, and then amongst some other people as well. So we've already got some fantastic guests that are going to come on and they're also going to beat the bullshit uh, around exercise, mindset and nutrition as well, which is cool. Um, so I thought to start off with, mate, because a few of the people might not have listened to our previous podcast, which we did about 17, 18 episodes on, it'd be worth uh, going to a little bit of an intro. Um, so do you want to start off, intro to who you are, how you got into the industry, stuff like that? Yeah, mate. So apologies, guys, if you've already heard this before. Just turn yourself off for a couple of minutes while I bore you again. But um I had a, uh, I went to university, all of my qualifications are like business, like economics and all this stuff. And then I was doing corporate work for about 13, 14 years. And then um, I had a big change of, of plans. I've been into training all my life, um, played semi-pro football, uh, county level swimming. And I just thought, you know what, I enjoy doing that. So why don't I try and make a living out of it? So I did my personal uh, trainer qualifications and then the rest of it's pretty much history and here we are so that was about five years ago I finished all of that um, met Liam more or less straight away um, and then we started working together and it's just developed from there and I can safely say that it's the best thing that I ever did so if you're at home thinking about you're too old to make a change I did it when I was about uh, mid-30s I think 33 34 something like that and it was the best thing that, I, that I've ever done. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's probably well, I know of a lot of people who have been questioning their job and what they do and whether they do it because they have to or their enjoyment and stuff throughout lockdown. Because I think that's given a lot of people time to think and kind of rest, especially when they're on furlough because they've got security and money. And now they're realising, do I actually enjoy what I do? Am I getting anything out of it? Can I do something else? I think a lot of people have been going through that same thought process that you did. Yeah, I, just, I think the lockdown is such a one-off, hopefully one-off in, yeah. in our whole lifetime situation that it's important to balance it up. So not to make any rash decisions because we're just not living in any type of reality at the minute. Um, when I made my decision, it was over a long period of time and I phased it in and it was bloody hard work. And I, I'll say that if you're thinking about doing it, you can do it, but you need to be prepared to put in the work. 
and um, especially if you're going from a, an employed role and you're thinking about working for yourself, then it's a totally different mindset. But if you're thinking about changing career and, and you're going to be employed with somebody else, then then obviously it's a little bit different because you're used to it already. Yeah, I know when you started, you were coming to the gym in the evenings, doing your shift work, but then in the day, you'd been like driving to Cardiff to do your normal day-to-day -day job. Yeah, and... it, it was chaos, mate. There were some days when I used to come in the gym in Birmingham City Centre at like six in the morning, do some PT, drive to London, do a full day's work and then back in the gym. So it wasn't sustainable. It, it, it's okay if you know you've got to do it for a bit, um, but th there was no way to carry on. So I did that for a few months, not, nothing more, and then just gradually phased it, phased it out. Yeah, I think since you've had all the the emotions, the experiences, everything that's gone with being self-employed since, haven't we? In the last about four oh, five years. Yeah, mate, it's totally different, mate. It's such a different mindset, self-employment to employed. It, it's it really is chalk and cheese yeah totally different yeah whether it's the ups and downs you know i think we've experienced it all in the last four or five years yeah definitely we have <laughs> yeah uh i think for me it's been a little bit of a different pathway because i kind of came out of playing like academy rugby so you kind of you, you basically going to do that full time where it's academy football academy rugby for about two years i came out of it being 18 not really having a clue what i wanted to do i'm sure that i didn't really want to go to uni anymore um again apologies if anyone's heard this story before again you have to switch off for a couple more minutes um well, i came out of there not really having a clue what i wanted to do but i knew i enjoyed the gym um so luckily for me i i enrolled on the level three pt course about three days before i actually had to pay for it because uh again i don't know how much was the course cost for you out i can't remember what the price was. a couple of grand wasn't it it's about two and a half grand i think yeah yeah i think i i enrolled it three days before so i didn't have to pay anything nice uh yeah so i was quite lucky for that um and then kind of limped to now really i've been doing it for nine years um met my wife at the gym uh who obviously i met you through leah yeah um as well when she was a tutor um done the assistant manager role been pt in that entire time um yeah it's got a long story short that's how it's kind of been and then my background kind of came through it through that rugby kind of process and playing at the academy and then playing what would be classed as semi-pro for about seven years um and then doing very amateur bodybuilding sort of stuff, very, very amateur bodybuilding sort of stuff. Um, for that period of time, it's, it's kind of just blossomed into it now being just, I can't imagine myself doing anything else and don't really want to do anything else ever. Um, that's what we you do. You've got to dabble with employed work in between as well. You've gone like full circle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, well, she's, again, at the same time, I don't want to say I do regret it because I don't, because I, I've got some great experience of it. But again, there's pros and cons to it. I, I learned a lot in terms of how to the business running or being part of running a gym uh, and things like that. Um, but did it kind of impede parts of my process in terms of probably my, my CPD when it came to um, being a personal trainer? Yeah, it probably did, but I learned a hell of a lot on the way. I did enjoy the experience. So again, it's uh, six, one and a half, just on the other, whether it's beneficial or not. But again, I enjoyed the period of time. So I'm quite happy to have got that experience. So yeah, I kind of went from not being employed to being self-employed for six years. So then being employed for, was that about a year I did that? Oh, uh, yeah. It was about a year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, back to being fully self-employed again and loving it. I think it's, yeah. uh, it's pretty cool. Again, like I said, good experiences all, all around for like last about nine years or so. And all the clients in between has been great. We've been, well, between the two of us, both been fortunate enough to win, is it? I think we've won two national awards and then came finalists in another two. Oh, yeah, I've come very close in, a bit, in quite a big one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just missed out second. We're not bitter at all, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's 
move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matt, I thought it'd be good to talk about as well. What have you been up to in lockdown? Lockdown's been pretty good, to be to be honest, mate. For for me personally, um, a lot of the stuff that I was didn't have. Uh, I don't like to say I haven't got time because I think most we can all make time if we if we if we need to. But some of the stuff that I thought I didn't have time for, I've concentrated on quite a lot, and I know it's helped our business because where we were thinking about going, it sort of like forced our hand a little bit. So mm-hmm. I've done a lot of studying, a lot of reading, um, a lot of business development work uh, for our stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's been good. My routine's been massively important in all of that, like hugely important. Um, yeah, it's it's been good, mate. Definitely. Yeah, yeah I could think. Well, it's cut long story short for a lot of people. We're looking to push a lot of our business online, aren't we, to try and help a, a lot more people than we can face to face. Because face to face, we have great clientele that we've got at the moment, but we have very limited time because each client can take up to an hour. And the program, on top of that, and the nutrition and the help and support, which is amazing, we're still going to be doing that. Um, but we're limiting that sort of work so that we can actually focus on building and establishing a, a very big online brand, which involves fa- a lot of one-to-one and group training on those, aren't we? Yeah. Keep coughing. <laughs> and we got, we were just, I mean, how lo- it was very close to when we actually got locked down, wasn't it? We were about to employ somebody. And yeah. We, and we were in serious talks about um, getting a premises as well, weren't we? Yeah. Looking back now, those two things, particularly the premise one, uh, was a blessing in disguise that, that those two didn't happen. Yeah, because I think we were on the edge, just like in the very, very first lockdown on sign. I think was it two to three like, national contracts in like corporate health wellbeing sort of the world. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we were about to employ someone who was going to come on board, and then I, I think we would give it another week or two, we probably would have employed someone or been very close to it. Yeah, it was all ready to go. Um, so I think we're quite lucky that we didn't really looking back on it. So I think what we're doing now is actually fitted a lot closer to what we want to do in the future. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which is good. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think for me, my lockdown's been again overall pretty good. Um, like I said, I think we're both quite lucky that we can say that because I know a lot of people haven't had great lockdowns. Um, because it is a, a very tough time. Um, but I know for both of us, we can both pay the bills. I know for me, I've been focusing a lot on especially at the moment, social media, trying to sort out that side of it, putting out loads of content, trying to help people. We've got our emailers, which go out three times a week, uh, which is great to get that good feedback the other day off um, one of the people on our list who said they just get a positive feeling every time they read it, which kind of makes all the stuff that we do worth it, really. Yeah. So I've also had time to kind of focus on my own training, get back to whenever rugby starts. Hopefully I'll be fit and ready to go, uh, ready for next season. Injury-free for once, fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, my, my, again, my lockdown overall has been pretty good. Spent a lot of time on Xbox, which is my other passion besides uh, my job. Uh, spent a lot of time in there, which is good. So it's been a nice balance of actually getting some good, solid work. Doing, so like you said, I don't like to say that I haven't got the time. I just haven't devoted the time yeah. to certain stuff. And like I said, I think that's what lockdown's given us a chance to is devote more time yeah. to those areas, which is cool. Yeah, and definitely. definitely the routine and, and prioritising stuff's been a, a huge one. If we didn't have a routine and we weren't like time chunking um, our weeks, I think it would have been a struggle. Yeah, I think I said to you, didn't I, the other day, I think it was Wednesday, I had like a bit of a mini mini meltdown and hissy fit to myself where I think I was just trying to do too much in my head and kind of worrying myself about stuff I wasn't doing. But long story short, until the next day, I kind of cut all of that out. And the only two things that I can't do now is service my 
current clients and look after those guys because they're again fantastic clientele look after everything that they do and try and help them in terms of the jobs and the services that we offer them um, and social media content anything else for me isn't really beneficial for either of us or or for me in general um so i've really learned to prioritize that and time chunk it all yeah it's, it's yeah. a big one time chunking yeah definitely it's the one that we talk about a lot in our seminars isn't it yeah 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 which is good um what things do you think and again this is a question i've had asked for a few people um what things do we think is people should focus on um in lockdown when it comes to their health obviously we're quite deep into lockdown in the uk we're in our third lockdown um so obviously people have a lot of practice whether their practice has been successful or practice and failed a few times what areas do you think that we should focus on um i, d- I definitely think put some time aside to do it at the start of the week tell yourself when you're going to do it and put it in your diary don't say i'm i'm aiming to exercise three times a week this week because it's more than likely not going to happen so put if you're a morning person at monday start start from monday seven o'clock i'm doing whatever i'm doing yoga or whatever your exercise routine is doing the same on wednesday doing the same on friday so i'd say that's one of the things um don't have an all or nothing approach just because the gym if you're a gym person just because they're closed don't say i'm not doing anything um because we know me and liam do from the previous two lockdowns that our clients that have really put it in over the the last two lockdowns when we have been back in the gym they've hit the ground running um i don't know if liam i'm not going to speak for liam's clients but i know one or two of my guys and they won't mind me saying it um didn't do anything and it was a real struggle to get them back into the gym um, they really struggled so do something better than nothing always don't do all nothing and if you know me and Liam like lifting heavy weights Liam's lucky enough to have something at home I haven't so I've missed that but I've just focused on other stuff so I've done loads of mobility work um, and I'm feeling better for that so just focus on something else maybe as well that you that you've um they haven't done before I'd say and, and don't get too despondent that you can't hit the gym yeah, I think my points are well very similar because I think we sing off the same hymn sheet with what we talk about and do anyway. But I think a lot of stuff we talk about is about building habits. So like you said, is just get out there and do something, whether it's moving, running to a degree, whether you do hit classes. I know we talk about those and we'll be talking about those in a minute anyway. Um, but doing them once or twice a week isn't necessarily bad for you, depending on your exercise background. Um, again, running once or twice a week isn't bad for you, depending on that as well. Walking, we generally say to our clients, get out and walk every single day. Um, focusing on those areas as key areas such as that good habits in terms of water sleep if you if you're lucky well, i say you're lucky enough in in degree in if you take it in a positive light and you're lucky enough to be on furlough because i've had one of my clients specifically who was on furlough and she has changed um as a person in general completely so much more positive and even people have noticed and said to her you've completely changed into a new positive person so she kind of took that positively and she was very lucky enough to have the 80% off the government and then 20% off uh, the company. So she was quite lucky pay-wise, but she took that time to reflect. So I think it's very much a time to reflect as well, whether it's physically, mentally, again, things across your life, like we said, people reflecting on work opportunities and work things they do. Um, so you have got lots of different opportunities to take advantage of stuff like that reflection, like sleep. Um, one of the simple things I said to a lot of people, just drink water more. Is one of the things to focus on in terms of your health. I think it's one thing that a lot of people don't do is probably one of the easiest things to probably do mm. when it comes to the habits that we talk about, like steps can take effort, do take a lot more time. You can literally do the exact same as you normally would do in the day and take no more effort, except you just got a bottle of water next to your laptop. So it doesn't actually require any more effort 
and to actually do things like those. So I think easy win, right? Yeah, 100%. It's all about those like easy marginal gains that we talk about in football and rugby, don't we? It's about marginal gains on your opposite number, your opposite player, and stuff like that. Put it in like a sport situation. And those marginal gains and what get you to, to win the game or to get a better result and, and stuff like that. It's exactly the same when it comes to that. Those marginal things that you do will help you be successful in your health and fitness journey. Yeah. And you can take, you know, any habits and routines we build in lockdown, we can take them when out of lockdown as well, obviously. So mm-hmm. into a good habit of water now, for instance, then you can, if you do go back to the office or if you're carrying on working from home when this is all finished, then you just carry, you just carry on, you'll be in the routine. Yeah, I think that was my final point was going to be when you mentioned about, obviously, I'm very lucky to have a very good gym here purely because Leah, my wife, works as a personal trainer. So we've got a good facility here, whereas you haven't got much kit. If you haven't got much kit, like I said, don't get despondent. Kind of think about what you're doing to use it to benefit when you go back to the gym. Because like we said, I had clients as well who in the first lockdown did absolutely nothing. And like I said, that, that was their choice. They found it quite tough. I tried to help them as much as I could. Um, well, how, how long was the first lockdown? About three, I can't remember. Was it, did three, it start, four months. Start of March or April, and it went on to the summer, didn't it? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. Something like that wasn't. July or August or something like that. Did we go back for a bit? Yeah, tried to say to try not to become too despondent because in that period of time, you can still do lots of mobility, which is going to help you in terms of your exercise, your activation of muscles, your range of movement. So many things you can actually do that you wouldn't normally focus on but because you've got no choice and you need to do something, it's going to benefit you when you go back there and you'll find it far easier to go back into your training and probably go further because you're now focusing on more being an all-round sort of athlete. I know for me at the moment, my kind of focus is to be an all-round athlete and good at all areas, not necessarily be a specialist in any of them because I don't need to be or want to be, but say if I was going to train with a strength athlete, I'm never going to be as strong as them, but I could still be fairly strong and kind of hold my own and be like, he's quite a strong person or if I was going with a runner I'd be like I'm never going to be as fit as them or beat them in a race but I've still got pretty good stamina or good speed um I think that's quite a good basis to go around when you relate to health it's not being a specialist in one area you just focus on just sleep but your water's terrible your exercise is terrible it's being a good all-round balance of everything isn't it yeah definitely for most of us I mean there might be some professional athletes uh listening to this and if they are they're (laughs) You do need to specialise in something, but most of us just exercise to make other parts of our lives better, like more energy, more focus, better at work, whatever it might be. So, yeah, just try and be a, probably a jack of all trades and not necessarily a master of any. Um, that approach will, will be good. Yeah, definitely. I think, like, say, if you did too much, uh, I don't know, bodybuilding, purely just bodybuilding, you can definitely get a bit stiff doing that. If you just I've do done that. Yeah, I've, I've done that as well. And I've had backache and neckache and shoulders and all this stuff. Um, but then again, there's a lot of, you know, seriously professional level bodybuilders who are amazing at yoga because they do it. They know that they know the benefits of it and they can bend in half and they they look like they look like, you know, concrete slabs, but they're very bendy. So yeah. it, it can be done and it's other things to concentrate on. Yeah, I remember first, when I first saw like a video of Kai Green. You, you know Kai Green, the bodybuilder, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, if anyone's seen him researching, but you'll see him and it'll take up your whole laptop screen just for a picture because he's absolutely huge. But I remember first seeing a video of him talking about his training and he was just sat there in the splits doing yeah. stretches because, again, he fully understands the benefit of how being flexible is going to help him to be, be the best in his career. But, again, he's got that balance of, of everything in that part, yeah. which is good. I think with our next question and area kind of being uh, very suitable to the title of our podcast and sort of being beating the bullshit, 
what crazy things or fads have you seen come out in lockdown? I've seen a few. We spoke about a couple before. What, what have you seen or what kind of things have you seen people do loads of that you think probably shouldn't be doing that? Or Yeah, um, I'll let you do your ones, mate, because they're quite funny. Uh, I don't know if they're like crazy, my ones. The things that I, I think people need to be careful on is, is one, and it ha- it's happened every single time we've done the, um, when we've had a lockdown, is the amount of people doing hit workouts. is just like, because people think that's the only thing you can do at home is, is a hit workout. As Liam said um, a bit earlier on, it's it's all right to be doing hit if you are Joe Wicks and you've got like years of training experience and he's, he's very light as well. If you look at him, he's extremely light. He's got like no body fat whatsoever. Um, he's not particularly muscular either. So he hasn't even got that muscle weight on his frame either. Um, so he can jump around all day and he's probably going to be okay. Um, if you're a little bit older than him, if you're a little bit heavier than him, and that's heavy in any way, whether it's muscle weight or it's, um, you know, you've just got some fat that you're trying to get rid of, jumping around for that amount of time in a week is, is not going to do your joints any good. So you, you might end up with back ache, knees, ankles, shoulders, this type of stuff. So again, people go crazy on that. They, they go all out on it. So I think that's one thing for us to look at. Running as well, mate, you, I'll say that one as well. Um, and me and Liam have said it each time we've had a lockdown. We don't have to go running. So if you're the same, what we just said before, so Joe Wicks, again, he can go running all the day, every day, that's fine. But if you're a bit heavier or you, you've never run before, then just build it up slowly with some walking or couch to 5K is a great one. Me and Liam are big fans of that, something like that. Um, I'd say those two things, mate, and we've repeated that throughout the, throughout the lockdowns, haven't we? Yeah, I think that's kind of been a stable mess for us. Again, that isn't the fad part. That's just kind of, um, so that doesn't really come into that labeling, but it just comes to something that we, like a noticeable pattern that we see happen throughout the lockdowns. Cause again, we see people straight away, just go for five runs a week and five hit sessions. And then two, three weeks later, they're injured. Yeah. Um, because unless you've kind of built yourself up to do that, it's, it's very, very taxing on your body. Um, so it's definitely one to keep your mind from. Whereas the, the two that I've got to speak about definitely are fad things, which is quite funny. Uh, so I think I saw it, I can't remember if it was on TikTok, because I spend a lot of my time on that now, because I'm kind of addicted to the app, um, or whether it's Instagram, but a COVID diet plan. Now, I don't know what was involved in it, because I saw it, burst out laughing and switched past it. Um, but it's advertising 90 days, this COVID diet plan can prevent you from catching COVID. Now, I don't know how this is going to happen, or how that's going to work, how it's going to catch, prevent you from catching this virus, because... Again, I don't know how much a strong immune system is going to help that. I imagine it's obviously going to help you in terms of recovery and things like that, but actually preventing you from catching a virus, I don't know how effective that's going to be. Um, again, I can't remember the company name, but the advert kind of reminded me of some sort of Herbalife plan, something from there. So that, that's one fad I've seen, and also the COVID diet training plan. Now, we've kind of spoke about this, where the COVID training plan I saw was basically a hit workout. Um, I had nothing to do with what we spoke because I know do you want to explain what we spoke about when we spoke about some COVID sort of training plan that someone had mentioned yeah we were just saying before we started recording this that um, if we were going if we were going to bring out an urban training COVID training plan which we, we never would but if we were going to all it would be the only difference it would be just easing you in very gradually back into some type of exercise routine so you're not going to go from being in bed with COVID for two weeks to doing a hit session the very first time you train I know Liam's had clients that have had COVID. I've had clients now that have had COVID quite a few. And we've eased, we've eased them in very gently. And it's been hard as well. They've been tired, lost strength, et cetera. Um, that's all I can imagine. 
it would be different. You'd be very, very light work to start with. And then just as you're building up, it gets a little bit tougher and tougher. It almost be like a rehab program after an injury, wouldn't it, really? Yeah. Just very basically building back some very, very basic, slow sort of things in there. But again, like this advert that I saw, I can't remember if it was on TikTok or Insta again, but it's just terrible. Where it was literally just full-on hit workouts that could prevent you from catching COVID. Yeah. Which I think it's kind of shown from what you've seen in research and articles that if you, the obesity, a high range of obesity does affect whether you can catch it or not. But again, that affects your immune system. But these plans specifically, yeah. it just, again, just another fad of someone going on there trying to make a quick book. Yeah. Um, rather than actually prevent, promoting the long-term effects of actually being healthier and better. Um, yeah. It just seems to be someone trying to earn more money again. And again, just more and more bullshit out there. That's the point, isn't it? For like, it's supposed to, you know, you don't want to just do something for 90 days because you think you might not get a virus. We want to be keeping ourselves fit and healthy. So obviously that does have benefits on your immune system. We want to be like that all the time. We don't want to be just doing it just as a virus coming around. Because I mean, colds, flus, all of these are viruses that we can get. But if you're fit and healthy, you get, it's, it's proven, scientifically proven, you get less of them than you do if, if you're not. Yeah. So yeah. I think, I think that kind of that's that's our bit of a the beat the bullshit for this week, man. That was quite a funny one that I found uh, from yeah, there. Just, I mean, the other yeah. thing, the other thing that we always speak about is if you're following influencers on Instagram and whatever else you follow them on, just be careful of the advice they they're giving you because, and this is why you should, if you do want to do something health and fitness wise, you should speak to someone um, who's qualified and who's got a lot of experience because Liam, no, say if Liam. If Liam had a client and, I don't know, they wanted to put muscle weight on, Liam's would kind of look at loads of different things on that client, their age, their training experience, their diet, their stress, their sleep, and loads of other stuff. And he knows that just because what Liam can do in the gym and what he enjoys, not necessarily going to work for this other guy who he's just taken on as a client. A lot of these um, influence and stuff, it's worked for them. They look great, which is good for them as well, but they're pushing this onto everyone else and it's not it's not guaranteed to work for everybody. Um, yeah, I think it's very much worth doing your research because like you said, a lot of the influence that you see out there, A, have just been put through it, probably gone on some sort of extreme thing for six, 12 weeks just to get in the shape to advertise it. Yeah. Um, and then literally six weeks later, you'll see them nowhere near that shape of kind of advertising. Yeah. Which like I said, you want to look at the longevity and sustainability of all this sort of stuff. Uh, plus they won't have anything to do with creating it. They won't have a clue about it. If you sat there and questioned about everything, they wouldn't be able to give you anything of information so it's very much worth doing your research and i think i've i can't to be fair i've seen loads but i can't even remember any names right at the moment now we're actually talking about it on the spot with loads of different plans that have come out over this lockdown period of stuff I just look at any old copies of the daily mail newspaper and you'll find loads of them mate oh, well you see my videos about daily mail last two three weeks i'm sick so of there okay. if you if you want heights of bullshit that's one place to go people go in there anything you read in the daily mail probably do the opposite so I've seen a few like I've got myself fit in lockdown and at the same time I've done my PT qualification well here we go and then the next thing you know they're telling you to do something because it's worked for them not not guaranteed whatsoever mm, yeah. yeah I think that's quite a nice little note to, to leave on mate um, quite a nice little introduction podcast from us guys um, so we will be having this podcast uh, on a weekly basis we are we've got plenty of guests lined up uh, we're going to be releasing this out on Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify. Um, so go on there. We're going to be looking to release it every Friday. Um, so again, you can have a good listen over the weekend. But please message us in, whether it's DMs, whether it's emails, anything like that. Give us lots of topics because we are going to be covering 
everything, any myths or bullshit you find, send them through to us. More than happy to tear them to shreds. Um, and we'll enjoy doing that process. Yeah. So thank you very much for listening, guys, and we'll see you all soon. See you soon, guys.